Yo, 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 mic check, one, two, episode, is this, this is 165? 165, yeah, it's been a little bit, yeah. That's crazy, back from hiatus, mm-hmm. episode 165, Serious Rap Shit Podcast, I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, we, we about to get busy, how's it been, Josh? I'm good, man, I'm good, you know. You know, nice little break. We've been working on some stuff. Both of us have been working on some stuff, so we might yeah. have been on break from recording. But you know, both of us have been you know working on a few different things. We got the we got everything going on with Vivo. So like, if you're checking us out now because you're seeing a, a video on Vivo, like you know, uh, shout out to them. Um, we got our new partnership with them. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we've worked on a few videos for them, uh, and uh, you know, other than that. Uh, chilling man you know my holidays were good yeah. how were your holidays man it's been cool you know what I'm saying um, we're still on lockdown so we we ain't really been doing much yeah, exactly. you know what I mean but you know like you said we've been like uh, working on shit I've been uh, getting further into this uh, Philly hip hop history book mm-hmm that I'm writing so yeah it's, it's it's been cool you know what I mean and I feel a very nice warm energy yeah around life right yeah now, you know we what I'm got saying? we we uh we got some beautiful news on fucking New Year's Day and like so that's really set my uh my my new year going like oh you know what like maybe this is gonna be a good year like you yeah, know what yeah. I mean we got some good news on, on New Year's Day so on New Year's Day you get a text and you like oh yeah 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 twenty twenty one is is gonna be the shit yeah so you know what I'm saying yeah so you know uh, you know and the hope is you know there's a world out here that <laughs> for us to like <laughs> you know to to handle if we, if we make it out of the apocalypse <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and we defeat we defeat white supremacy and capitalism, then we'll have a fun year. Yes. And it'll be all good. Yeah, definitely. Um Yeah, it was uh a good, you know, not big it wasn't a big holiday for me. Like, you know, obviously I'm not big on like celebrating any of it anyway, but like, you know, with the kids. Mm-hmm. But like they're all old now, man. Like, you know, my son nineteen, he yeah. like he didn't even want to come out of his room. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. My daughters and you know like India was like yo just give me money like you know what I mean so like most <laughs> oh, of her shit. stuff you know yeah. she got a couple small things but like mostly was like money mm-hmm. and then my son was just like giving him some money and then Nyla was like a few video games but mostly money like you know what I mean cause they're just getting older right. so like that joy of like waking up and opening presents on Christmas day like mm-hmm. we don't do that anyway like they, they be with their mom on Christmas day but like normally they do like uh, Christmas Eve Eve into Christmas Eve at my house so it's like two Christmases essentially they get Christmas presents mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve at my house and then Christmas uh, presents on Christmas Day at their mom's and yeah. like like they were just like yeah we'll just come over like Christmas Eve in the middle of the day get their stuff and then go home like they cause like mm-hmm. it, it just isn't you know that like drive it's different yeah yeah they getting older I man I remember being little little mm-hmm. and opening up toys and I remember looking at my parents, and they didn't have no toys. 
And I remember thinking to myself, like, damn, being an adult must suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't even get toys, yo. But, like, you know, as you get older, like you said, like, your kids are getting up there in age, and it's it's less of a thing, yeah. you know, as yeah. you get older. You're just, like, you know, hang out with the fam, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, eat a little food. Like, my mom uh brought me and Liz like a big Christmas breakfast. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I mean? She got up and cooked and her and my grandma ate and they like brought us some food. You know what I'm saying? So it's like stuff like that is like what adult Christmas is for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you have kids, you see your kids be happy. But you know, you're not you're not sitting around. I know I don't I don't sit around you know, waiting for like gifts or whatever. It's just a different, it's a different vibe. Yeah. Like I love to give stuff, but like, you know, I don't really got to get nothing. Like, you know, my daughter's like, Oh, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? And I'm like, you can get me a book. Like, that's cool. Like I wanted, yeah. uh, the David Chang book, um, eat a peach. Um, uh, shout out to rhythm. She would refer me to get, to get that book. She said, I thought I would like it. So, I, I, uh, I was like, yeah, get that for me. Like, you know what I mean? And it was like 17 bucks or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she spent like a, I don't know, a couple hundred on her mom's gift. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, right. I'm like, right. yeah, but like, this is what I wanted. So, like, I don't really care. Like, I, I teased her and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, you could spend like $300 for your mom. And I got uh-huh. a $17 book that I didn't even get on time. It came like two weeks after Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm like, no, it's cool. I, I she was like, but that's what you asked for. That's what you asked. For. I'm like, I know. I, I'm just yeah. fucking with you. Let's like, just fuck up with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get because at the end of the day, I'm like more. I'm more like, yo, don't spend money on me. Like, keep your money. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Don't spend right. fucking money on me. Um, right. I'm not big on like, yeah, I don't care about like getting gifts. More like, yo, I want people to be happy and like, like you said, like, oh, you know, that, that was one thing that sucks. Like normally, um, I've done this for not every year, but like. For, for for years, I would go to like my homie Joby's crib and like or his mom's house, mm, um, yeah. and like have breakfast with like his mom and like you know cousin his cousins and like some of his aunts yeah. or whatever. Like depended on who was whose house was we were over, at, yeah. yeah. And like you know we'd all have breakfast. It's like his mom's and his aunts would cook and like we'd eat and shit like that. Um, can't do that in a pandemic. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So yeah. Shit's all different now. Yeah, 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 and, that, and that's another. Like, it didn't feel like the holidays really because, like, there's, right. there's just there wasn't any of that. Like, you know what I mean? Um, at least yeah. not if you were doing it right. I don't, you know, from from <laughs> IG videos, I obviously wasn't. Uh, <laughs> Man, some of, some of y'all motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just been partying like is 1999, yeah. literally. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Some people ain't take a break, dog, and I. I don't get it. Like, I'm scared to see what the numbers are going to be. They said it takes like three weeks after the holiday. So right around this time, we should start seeing like mm-hmm. the spikes. Yeah, the spikes. And it's like, because we saw yeah. it. That's what happened when Thanksgiving, like three weeks after Thanksgiving, the numbers went up crazy. Like we're getting like mm-hmm. 300,000 a day. Like I think yesterday was 300,000. Wow. Positive cases wow. and shit. Like, it's yeah. insane. We're, and now we're at like every day, uh, like the number of people that died in 9-11, we're, get, we're hitting that number or higher every day for deaths mm-hmm. in COVID. And it's like... Yeah. Somebody made a really good point. They said uh, 9-11 happened once and we're still taking our shoes off at the, mm-hmm. air, at the airport 20 years later. This has been 9-11 every day. Mm-hmm. 
and you know the government won't pass a stimulus to no. keep people or not even a stimulus but like a, a i guess like a, a universal basic income to keep people you know from having to go to work they won't fully shut shit down no. like they're they're building little like shanty houses for people to eat dinner <laughs> Mm-hmm. outdoor restaurants and the restaurants are doing it people are going crazy you know being inside so there's incentive you know from the customer and then the restaurants are doing it because if they don't do it then they don't have any income yeah and they can't count on any you know long-term sustained support from the government yeah you know what i mean so it's, it's like a, a fucked up cocktail mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just leading to more people potentially getting exposed and and more people getting sick is crazy yeah i like it's hard man because you can see it from like the business owner's perspective where they're just like yo listen i like i either like do this and have and have people come out or i don't fucking Uh survive like you know what i mean or like and then you see it from you see it from like the perspective of like yo why are people going to fucking restaurants right now like what is Mm -hmm. like the obsession with like you have to be out or you have to or like you like i saw somebody the other day like it it was i think it was like 30 some degrees 30 some degrees that day and like people were out at the restaurant and i'm just like i'm not i don't care how good the food is dog i'm not bundling the fuck up to sit outside like it's just not and i i get it i get like both perspectives and it's fucked up because like you know the government has failed everybody they've not paid people you know they haven't given people money so they can have like you know they don't have to go into these jobs um you know or paid people like you know uh because like the whole thing when it first started everybody was like oh well like we'll give essential workers money like my mom's a nurse she's an essential worker and like she never got any extra money um she never got hazard pay um she still hasn't even gotten the vaccine um Mm. and uh she's 65 years old she's 66 years old like you know what i mean she'll be 67 Mm. this year and she does not have the vaccine um, she has high blood pressure and diabetes, so she's like super high risk factors, and she's yeah. working as an essential worker as a nurse, and like yeah. she still hasn't gotten a vaccine. Um, it's crazy, you know. She she's like you know going to work all the time and just working, mm-hmm. and like uh, you know you're just seeing people just out here like you know having to suffer because like the government has just been like on some fucking shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, Dog, I knew, I mean, you know, we knew what it was pretty much from the beginning, you know, that that people weren't going to be supported. But when they were reporting that uh, the hospital workers couldn't even get like the preventative gear for this shit, I was really looking like, oh, y'all just don't give a fuck at all. You know what I mean? You just like rolling the dice, like whoever gets it, if you die, you die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, also with like the, the with the vaccine stuff. So I was watching this report on it. I think it was Majority Report, and they were talking about it, and they were saying basically, um, the big problem with like America's like the America's original plan was like I forget like uh, um, a million a week or something like that. They wanted to like get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. They're failing at like. Like they're only getting like, I think somewhere tens of thousands are getting vaccine right. vaccinated. Like it's like pathetic. The numbers are not even close to what they want to do. Right. 
part of the problem they said is because we don't have a national health service so like every Mm -hmm. state is kind of just like yo like do your own thing you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And people don't know when they're supposed to be getting vaccinated. They don't know if the vaccine's available for them. They don't know. Like, there's li- like I have high blood pressure and diabetes. I have two, and I have asthma. I have three high risk factors. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the vaccine's available for me. Like, no one said anything to me. I almost guarantee you my doctor doesn't have it. So, like, right. I don't know if I can right. get the vaccine now or if I have to wait, which is fine. Like, I'm willing to wait. But my thing is, like... I don't know when I would even know. Like, how would I even know I could get the vaccine? Yeah. This shit's not coordinated. No, there's no... And you know what it's I'm saying? because there's no national... Uh, there's no national guideline for it. Like, you know, yeah. England has the NHS. So, like, they have a national rollout for, like, okay, this is, you know, this is how it works. We don't yeah. have a national health service here. So, like, it's just state by state. Um, just do whatever you want. Um, and you know, I just saw like a report on Philly's vaccines and it's like, uh, you know, disproportionate going to certain communities and not to others, which is to be expected. Um, Absolutely. Not at all a surprise. Yeah. And then, uh, like also like they're just not hitting the numbers they wanted to hit. Jesus. And it's like, I don't know, like, but I don't even know where you get it. Like, aside from like, your, like my mom works in healthcare. So like, you know, we expected mm-hmm. her to be able to get the vaccine at some point her job would provide it. Right. You know, and it like the crazy thing, like a shout out to Freedom John, who, um, you know, we interviewed uh, last year. Um, he wrote, I saw him post that it, I think, I, I believe it was him. Um, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Um, but he wrote that like, GoPuff is selling uh, COVID tests for like a hundred dollars a pop or some shit like that. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, because like I had a cough. No. I still have like a little bit of a cough, and like you know, my mom was like, "Well, you should probably go get checked out. You should go check." I was like, "I like, I don't have a hundred dollars just to go get or whatever it's going to cost me. I know it costs at least a hundred if I do it through GoPuff. Like, right. I don't have the, right. the price, and like they turn most people away if you say like, "Oh, I'm, I'm I think I have it. Like I have a cough. They're just gonna be like." You know, you 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 know you 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 know someone who was like the, who they thought they had it a couple of times went to go get tested and they were like yeah we're not going to give you a test. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. that is you know like they are not testing people just randomly. So like I don't know man like I, I I it's been like a very shitty it's been shittily handled from top to bottom. Like you know I yeah I I listen to other like I know England's back in like lockdown right now. Um, mm-hmm. and who was I just listening to that they they are going back into lockdown? Somebody was just saying, I forget what the other country is is going back into severe lockdown. Um, but we don't even do that. Like that's part of the problem. Like we won't even like go mm-hmm. into lockdown. Like we just refuse. Yeah. People are saying like, oh, you know, second wave. Like, you know, we're not done the first wave. <laughs> yeah. We've never really like. Listen, I um have been you know we go to uh you know the market mm-hmm. and the store and stuff like that or we'll walk around the block but we've effectively been in lockdown for since 10 March. months yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so when was this when was this second wave like like this shit's still a continuation of the first mm-hmm. and we still haven't like like there was a, a there you know certain bars they they said you know clothes or whatever but that shit didn't last long 
Uh, certainly didn't last. It, it, it feels like America, you know, culturally wants to dictate to the pandemic mm-hmm. how this is going to roll. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, no, we'll just open shit up. Oh, no, we'll just send people to work. It's like, nah, like this shit is if, if we, you know, if we could beat this thing with the the uh, the the strategy that we've been employing then it would be beat yeah you know what i mean yeah. or it would you know we'd be making some kind of headway inroads we're not. That, yeah the numbers are going up yeah 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 i think we're close to like four hundred thousand deaths jesus that's unacceptable yeah and and like that's insane it's just insane that like four hundred thousand people or close to four hundred thousand people are dead and like yeah. it's just people just going on like it's every day i i I get it. I listen, man. I fucking hate it for, um, not the last couple days, but like a few days before that. Probably like the end of you know, like the middle to end of last week. I was, you know, I hit one of those fucking COVID bummers of just being like, mm. I fucking hate this. I'm in the house all the time. Yeah. Like, there's just like, there's only so much shit to watch. There's only so much to like, even like burying yourself in work. There's only so much burying yourself in work you can do. Um, you know, this shit sucks. And like, I, I was feeling one of those, like, you know, those down moments of just being like this fucking pandemic fucking blows, dude. Like, uh-huh. um, but it is what it is, man. Like, you know what I mean? I also don't want to kill people. So like, I'm staying the fuck in the house. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's insane that, like, people just refuse to be like, yeah, you know, it's better if we just stayed in the house. And I mm-hmm. get it, man. But, like, and I, like I said, I also get, like, from business owner standpoint of just being like, yo, we got to make money. Because, like, yeah. you know, there's people that, you know, there's restaurants that are closing that are just going to, they're just going to be closed forever. Like, they're just never going to reopen. Mm-hmm. And that's people's livelihoods and dreams and, like, you know, yeah. I'm not telling people like yo fuck your dreams it's just like we we should we have to demand better from our government um yeah and uh it's crazy it's just crazy um yeah one crazy thing that happened uh during the uh the, during our time off um MF Doom passed yeah which is wild because Apparently he passed in October. In October, yeah. I don't think. Oh no, uh, Halloween. Halloween and his family. Yeah, they announced it. Uh, was it? Was it? It wasn't New Year's or New Year's Eve. Yeah, it was like New Year's recent, Eve. I think like they, New Year's Eve. I think. Yeah, they announced it, which is like, it still it still doesn't feel like a real thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, it's crazy, uh, and like. You know, I was never like the, the biggest Doom fan or anything like that. Um, but like sitting there after he passed and sitting and listening to a lot of his stuff, I'm just like, oh, I see like how much of an influence he had yeah. on like so many people, man. So yeah. many people. Uh, there's, um, it's crazy because I, uh, went back and found this thread on Twitter uh, after he passed. But there was a thread a few years ago where cats were talking about, you know, um, I think it was like Freddie Gibbs versus mm-hmm. Doom is with Doom. Doom. Uh, Freddie Gibbs was like, yo, I'm nicer than Doom or whatever. 
and cats were talking about it on the timeline and i jumped in one of these threads and i said mf doom birthed a generation mm-hmm. of young mcs definitely and this one cat he was like oh you 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 put basically like i was i was you know being hyperbolic i was putting too much on it but without mf doom you don't get tyler you don't get earl earl's birthed a bunch of cats Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying there's a bunch of young cats in the the underground right now uh that sound like earl or take influence from earl you know what i mean so you don't get odd future in that same way even no name you listen to chance uh acid rap when no name was no name gypsy Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying she sound like doom when she started rhyming you know what I mean? Or you could hear the influence. Yeah. So, and I was saying that, I don't know how old the boy was I was that was like basically saying to me like, yo, get out of here. But in the past, I would say uh, from, from like the top of last decade up until now, I had met a lot more young MCs. You know what I'm saying? And, and then maybe the years prior. And so I saw how Doom influenced cats. You know what I mean? So it was, it was like I wasn't saying it to just talk out of my ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he he really influenced a lot of cats. Even if you look at it now, a lot of dudes now put out rap records where they just rhyme a thirty two and it's no hook. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, listen, Doom, Doom was the one doing that. Dog, you can hear. I love J Electronica. You can hear so much Doom influence in J Electronica, mm-hmm. and like that's all them little like vocal samples mm-hmm. and shit that he used. Absolutely, and that's a absolutely, uh, and that's like a peer in age too. Like we're not talking somebody who's like you know ten, fifteen mm-hmm. years younger than them. Who's around mm-hmm. the same age, so you know, uh, and like production wise, um, Doom like you know he created a whole different genre in like yeah. in production like you know so many people have liked ape different ways he uh, aped the ways he produced and shit um yeah. there's a lot of he he influenced so much um and uh it, it's it's crazy when you look back on it um, especially like if you weren't a fan of his like so like i said like i wasn't some giant fan of dooms like you know what mm-hmm. i mean um but I always respected like who he was and like where his place was in like um, in in the in the culture um, yeah. and why it was important. You know what I mean? Like I think there's something that like people like really have to understand. Like you don't have like the superstars if you don't have dudes like Doom. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like Doom, where Doom took it, like Doom was a superstar for where he was. Um, right. And what he was, um, yeah. Shout out to Cosmo Baker. The story Cosmo did uh, told on Twitter um, about uh, meeting Doom and having Doom come mm. play here in Fluid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Club Fluid. Yeah, rest in peace, Club Fluid. Ronde. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh, was amazing. You know what I mean? Um, and like, it was. Like, Doom was a whole nother character. And, like, you know, there's, you know, Doom was known to be super eccentric and to, like, not even show up to shows and have people come and do shows in the mask for him. And, yeah. um, 
but like that was a whole like that was building persona and like being in character and like mm-hmm. um, and he explained why you know what i mean mm-hmm. why he daniel dumoulay didn't have to be at a show mm-hmm. whether you know cats take that or not you know what i'm saying he he was somebody who you know knew who he was believed in who he was yes. and that shit it shows you know when you know he's passed away you know we've seen some of the most beautiful tributes yes laid out to him and we've seen so much uh love and like outpouring to him people are digging out their records they're digging out you know oh i had a flyer from this show that he performed at you know what i'm saying or or he signed this for me you know what i mean when you see the uh the culture you know come together i've seen a couple cats that's that's been on some not even not even i haven't even seen nobody be on no disrespect shit yeah yeah you know what i mean which is, is i've seen a couple cats who you know maybe uh are taking it on some like oh y'all y'all acting like y'all was fans of his da, 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 da. and i understand people do that when prominent people pass they do it out of hurt you know what i mean and, and other things but the amount of love that people have come together to show for him in his passing it shows you know what he put into the world yeah you know what i'm saying is a lot of cats a lot of people leave this earth every day yeah you know what i'm saying every single day as we talking now as people checking out of this motherfucker when you can leave and people are expressing love and gratitude that you were here you did shit right absolutely absolutely you know? um and it's one of the beautiful things about being an artist is that like you leave an everlasting uh like legacy behind um that like so many people can share uh you know it was it, it was it was crazy to see like the pouring out of love for doom i mean even in circles because doom was a dude that like you know even the dudes like drake have use things from doom and so like so even mm-hmm. like you know you may not have been a fan of doom but people you were a fan of or you are a fan of were fans of doom yeah um yeah and like Bose, yeah or yasin yasin bay you know what i'm saying like yeah 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 and like yasin's my probably my favorite mc mm-hmm. and he was the biggest doom fan yeah um you know so like like I said, like, you know, people you may not have been a fan of Doom, but Doom, like, the people you're a fan of were a fan of Doom. Um, yeah. He was an MC's MC. Um, you know, coming from, like, a a strange start, uh, you know, being, you know, KMD originally and then with his brother passing and then, like, losing that record deal and, like, just, like, coming full force on his own. And like starting yeah. a whole other wave, yeah. um, you know, like it was. Doom was, Doom was legendary. Like even yeah. like I said, like even not being a fan, like I know I knew who Doom was, knew Doom's legacy, and knew 
who like what doom was just from like oh this dude is a walking legend mm-hmm. you know what i mean um yeah people throwing the graffiti up yeah all around the world you know what i mean people people painting you know what i mean his image and shit it's just it shows you you know what i mean like he shows you the power he really of art, did man. it yeah it shows you yeah. the power of art um, power of art the power of music yeah you know what i mean the power of, of imagination mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying him being able to take you know hip-hop and the comic books and the cartoons and and put that together and create like a unique aesthetic you know what i mean that shit and i i, I said this on somebody else's show uh they asked me about doom and i was like yo he the reason why people resonate with this shit so much it's because he like pulled childhood into the adult realm Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying the comics and the cartoons and all that imagery but he was also talking about you know being going to prison and like his struggle you know with with his like grown-up life you know what i mean he he used all of this you know imagination and, and fun stuff that we grew up with to to you know put light into dark places yeah you know what i'm saying so that's why i think that's why outside of the fact that he was nice on the mic and the fact that he was nice with the beats which is always we you can't forget about that shit you yeah know yeah what I mean? always he 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 had a, a skill at making this shit but then also he had a unique perspective and i think that's what people really resonate with people gonna be getting tattoos mm-hmm. they're gonna be making murals Till the end of time, probably till till the end of human beings, he's gonna be somebody that we remember. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, you know, rest in peace, Doom. Uh, you know, fucking true legend, true true legend, and like, yeah, you know, how powerful to be like, yo, he passed on Halloween, and like, still didn't even, you know, the news don't even come out till two months later. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've seen a lot of people say like, uh, you know, you know, October thirty first is no longer Halloween; it's Doomsday. So yeah, you know. yeah, people gonna be celebrating, and when mm-hmm. you know all of this stuff opens back up, people gonna be throwing events. Yeah, 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 you know definitely. What I mean? Playing his music, and it's it's gonna go on like Dilla. You know what I mean? Big Pac, mm-hmm. all of these people that we lost that that we loved. Yeah, definitely. Um, and also, if you're out there and you're like jacking up prices on his, <laughs> on his vinyl and shit like that, don't be a douchebag, man. For real, y'all gotta y'all gotta chill out with that, man. Like, is you know, yeah, that shit. And that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But yeah, people are already jacking up the prices on the wax and all that. It's it's crazy. Yeah, don't be a shitbag, man. For real. Um, right. quick thing uh, before we get into like a bigger thing. Uh. Did you see this like Snoop and Eminem beefing thing? <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of white kids on Twitter <laughs> dis- disrespecting my man Snoop Dogg. Uh, I've, been, I've been seeing that shit. I was like, I, I, I saw like, essentially, it starts to like, they asked Snoop, like, would he be, would M be like a, a uh, um, like in his top ten or some shit like that, and he was just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, no, like I, I'd be like there'd be people ahead of him," and yeah. like I guess M was like, "Yeah, I didn't really take that as a diss, 
but then like mentioned them on some song like because apparently eminem released like a uh remix version or like a a, a re-released version of the last album that he put out that i refused to listen to um, oh shit yeah like with a whole bunch of new tracks essentially and like you know is that what that was i don't know i'm not listening listen <laughs> I'm not listening to it. So <laughs> we're not reviewing no, that shit. I'm not listening not to least. it. Um I don't know. And then I I just heard like I heard like really bad reviews from it too where people were just like, is this what he's still doing? Like Damn. Um, M. So apparently like he dissed Snoop on that, but like it was like a super light like kind of jab not like you know because he don't want to he yeah. don't want to he, lo- he loves snoop yeah it's like i mean like he that's like they were on tour snoop. together and shit like that yeah. like yeah i don't M, M loves snoop he don't want he don't want this snoop yeah so i i think it was kind of that and then like i guess somebody was like saying something about it and like snoop posted a snippet of a diss song toward M, and it's just like did he <laughs> like the whole, I, <laughs> I don't know man like jesus Y'all both probably like Snoop probably in his fifties and mm-hmm. like am getting close. <laughs> like a hundred percent. I ain't got the energy to be making this track and like I ain't got the energy now. I'm not forty yet. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. I couldn't imagine being in my late forties, early fifties and being like, yo, I'm dissing people. Like Man. It's a weird it's, energy out here, man. It's crazy because um I think that because like this this whole thing started, you know, Snoop uh, in an interview talking candidly. There's more space for this kind of stuff to happen because everybody's podcasting, yes. everybody's interviewing, yes. everybody, and it, and it's it's easier to get to folks. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like there's there's a boy, I can't think of his name, but he's on uh, Instagram, and this cat, you know, he looked like. He could be somebody dad or whatever. He just be in the in his in his man cave interviewing like KRS or Rock him. Just there's access. This yeah, is, yeah. Long story short of what I'm trying to say. Everybody's constantly being asked their thoughts and opinions, thoughts and opinions on stuff. And you know, Snoop of course Snoop don't fuck with Eminem music like that. Like he probably respects him, but it's not a surprise at all to me that he would say that. You know what I mean? You got Rakim, Slick Rick, you know what I mean? All of these cats that, uh, you know, someone in his age group grew up on, those are his tops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those are his favorites. And I think that also what we don't acknowledge is how uh, generational that stuff is and how it probably should be generational. You know what I mean? We we take, you know, when 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 somebody from the '90s who was who was you know in their 20s in the '90s is asked, "Yo, who are your favorite MCs?" You know, and they say, "Slick Rick, Kane, Rakim." You know what I'm saying? Run DMC. Young niggas take offense to that. Yeah. Or you know, young spectators you know in 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 you know in rap see that as like disrespect and it's like it's not disrespect it's it's generational yeah of course eminem's you you were you know 13 when eminem came out this motherfucker snoop was like 28 or some (laughs) shit (laughs) of course eminem's not in his top his top 10 yeah he fucking chuck d's probably in snoop dogg's top 10 Mm -hmm. 
you know, or Ice T or somebody. So I think that we 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 got to stop. Not that M took it this way, but some of the conversations that I've seen around it in response to it, we got to stop taking so and so's not in my top ten as disrespect. Yeah, on top of the fact that like I think and I don't know if M's done this himself, but like the idea that like oh well if M's not in your top ten, like he like he has like this. Uh, um, this privilege to be like in he should be in everybody's top 10 like he shouldn't be in anybody's like not top 10 you know what I mean like that's insane you know what I mean like he's not in my top 10 I'll tell you that now yeah Yeah. of all the people that have ever rapped (laughs) you gotta be in everybody's top 10 nah it ain't happening no, it ain't happening because no. he ain't he ain't ever gonna be in my top ten. Like you know what right. I mean. So I'll tell you that now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, he's definitely. I, I think there's this, like there's this aspect of like a pre, like oh well he should definitely just be in your top ten. Like he's one of the biggest mm-hmm. selling artists of all time. It's like I don't give a shit if he's like the biggest selling artist no matter what. Like Vanilla Ice sold a ton of records too. He ain't never gonna be in nobody's top ten. Sure did. Sure did. And I, I think that um, M's fans, you know, you love who you love. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Whatever. M's fans have. Uh, M's fans are rabid. Let's say that. Because I've been in, in conversations on Twitter where I don't know if these niggas got, you know, how you can save searches on Twitter, you get notifications if certain words pop up. I've been talking to niggas about, you know, whatever, and Eminem will come up, and then the stands fire. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to, y'all, uh, not that I'm speaking to anybody who <laughs> would listen to this podcast, but it's like, y'all are so rabid about defending this cat. And it's not even defense, you know what I mean? Because Snoop, I don't think Snoop said anything really wrong. <clears throat> y'all are so ready for battle for artists that you like you know what i mean it's like this constant you know arms race of like who can who can argue down a stranger about something that's frankly subjective mm-hmm. to each individual you know what i'm saying slick rick to me slick rick big those are like my favorite people jay elect those are like my favorite yasin mm-hmm those are the cats that I want to hear rhyme the most. Yeah. Those are my favorites. You know what I'm saying? Bahamadia, my favorites. I'm not going to go on Twitter and argue with no other nigga as to why they should be on a list. Yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We do list stuff for this podcast because like, people like the engagement. It's a way to frame shit, whatever. You know what I mean? But like all of that you know what you what you mean Farrell Monch is not on your 10 who gives a shit it's his 10 yeah exactly <laughs> it's his fucking list like who gives a shit yeah you know what I mean I, I think it's so much of um I think it's become the discussion around uh rap and rappers hip hop in general um has become such a uh so, so similar to like sports debate mm-hmm. um and it's like you know well you know if you're not uh you know michael and mj debate all the time it's like i get tired of that shit so like i'm not interested in that conversation so like i'm not big on like yo i don't care who your top 
10 are like you know it's your personal like you said it's your personal decision it's fucking super subjective you know what i mean um uh like you said it all depends on like how who you are when you you know when you came out like what what age you were when you first heard this artist um Mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff is uh is is what like super influences like what your opinions are um yeah you know, it's also why, like, when they talk to somebody, like, when they, I remember, like, uh, Lonzo Ball was like, yeah, I don't like Nas. Like, when I think he was a rookie, and he was like, yeah, I don't really like listening to Nas. And people well, were people like, oh, my God. God, like. Losing their minds like he's, over that. He's, like, 20. Like, why do you think he, like, <laughs> he was just being born when, like, Illmatic was coming out like you know what I mean yeah. or like uh, probably when fucking It Was Written was coming out It Was Written yeah like yeah. he's he's sitting around listening to like Silent Murder yeah like, like nah oh man like he was a baby when these records were out like why would he like you know he was probably like two or three when like It, when it Was Written was out he probably wasn't even born yet when uh, Illmatic came out like all like why would he like care about any of this stuff yeah and that's the problem with these debates because they're absolutely like generally generationally biased they're regionally biased mm-hmm. but no none of the debaters are willing to accept that yeah exactly yeah, yeah so you're from new york or you're from philly or wherever and you're 40 to you nas is the greatest maybe jay you know what I'm saying? Your your list, you might throw like Busta in there, or you know whoever, mm-hmm. whoever was popping exactly in the mid '90s when you were a teenager. Those are your those are your top, and you don't sit back and think, okay, maybe you know my gender, my you know region, my age is what makes me think that these guys are all the best. You're like, no, they are the best. Yeah. And it's subjective. And I'm objective. <laughs> and anybody else who disagrees is wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then when you run up against somebody who's from, you know, Louisiana or Memphis or whatever, and Bun B is in their top, or Pimp C, or fucking, uh, you know, Eight Ball or some shit, you're like, yo, you're crazy. Yeah. But it's like, no, it's different. It's different because we come from different places and it's all subjective. That's the problem with the way that we talk about hip hop is that I always think about uh, uh, Brian Austin Green had a line <laughs> on his rap album that he did. He said, state an opinion like a fact. The problem with the way we talk about this shit is that we won't separate what are opinion things and what are factual things. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And niggas, niggas, I've seen motherfuckers sit and argue an opinion like they're going to come to some resolution. It ain't math. No. You know what I mean? It ain't a thing. There's not a, there's not a certain answer. Like one plus one equals two is factual. There's no debating it. Like, you know what I mean? These are like universal law. There is no universal law that says Nas is the GOAT. Like, that's just, yeah. it's not. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can believe that and you can, like, that could be your favorite MC. Like, right. generally, people would say, like, Rakim or uh, um, Big Daddy Kane or KRS-One are, like, the best MCs from, like, the 80s era. For me, it's yeah. Slick Rick. Like, you're not going to convince me it's not my favorite from that era is not Slick Rick. 
yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. these are all super subjective things so like to say like there's no definitive list there just isn't man these are all like you know these are all things that we can like uh that we personally like but they're not things that are like universal law there just isn't there right. isn't a universal law for art there just isn't and like i feel like motherfuckers know that but still you know because then if 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 we acknowledge that then you know 90 percent of conversations on twitter about rap don't exist yeah like <laughs> you know so what i'm saying i and this is probably going to get me tore up another one of my opinions that's probably going to get me like tore up but mm-hmm. so over the, like the vac- over like uh our our time off i decided i was going to sit down and watch the the godfather trilogy um because mm-hmm. they re-released uh the new version like there's a director's cut essentially of godfather 3 um yeah. called the godfather coda um i still haven't gotten around to watching that but um i was like damn i want to watch that see the difference and all that kind of stuff but i was like i mean to be honest i haven't fucking watched that movie those movies since i was like a like young teenager Mm-hmm. So I was like, I really should watch all of them again because I haven't seen any of them in like all the way through since I was like a young teen. Right. So I sat and like New Year's Day, I think it was, I just watched Godfather 1 and Godfather 2. And mm-hmm. I watched them and I'm like, they're really great movies. And I remembered a lot more of them than I thought I did. And I think a lot of that was like pop culture context um, than even right. like the, the actual movie. Um but I'm watching and I'm like, yo, these are these are really good movies. Are they the greatest movie ever made though? <laughs> like that's what people think. There's a lot of people who go like, yo, well, like The Godfather, Godfather Two definitely is like the greatest, like two of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah, I I like them and I enjoy them and I think there's really good storytelling in them and there's some great. It's there's a lot of great. Uh, it's really greatly written. Um, they're slow. And, like, mm. that's maybe, like, me watching now from, like, 2002 perspective of going, like, oh, there's whole chunks of this that would get cut out now if it was made today. Right. Um, right. I watched something where they were, like, I think it was uh, one of those old, like, goofy detective shows who was, like, you know, like a bubbling dude who's, like, a detective show from, like, the 80s. He goes, and this is like a different thing, but like he, it was like a clip that was on, uh, I saw on Twitter, and it was just like, yo, they had time to kill in the 80s. And the guy just like mm. goes, and like it shows a whole scene of him walking, like across a room, <laughs> getting on a phone, looking up the number he's gonna dial, dialing the number, and like, yeah, like, it was just like, they had time to yeah. kill, dog. Like they were just killing time. And, right. Like, there's so much of that. You know, in The Godfather, there's a lot of, like, kill, killing time stuff. Like, stuff that you just would cut out now. Right. Um, right. And so, like, yeah, they're great movies. But are they the greatest movies ever made? I mean, it's super subjective, man. Like, what I really enjoy, like, my favorite movies are, like, you know, uh, Beverly Hills Cop and What We Do in the Shadows. There's plenty of people that mm-hmm. are going to tell me they're not the greatest movies ever made. That's great. Right. But they're my favorite movies. Um, right. You know, like, we can get into technical aspects and I can go, like, yeah, well, like, there's certain shit that they do in those movies that isn't great. But, like, I don't mm-hmm. care. I love those movies. So, yeah. like, there's so much of that to get tied back into, like, the, the whole idea of, like, 
you know, should this person be in your top 10? Man, people can argue with me all they want about Eminem's technical skill. He's never going to be in my top 10. Yeah. It's just, there's never going to be a point where I'm like... Good for him. Yeah, like, I'm like, I have to listen to an Eminem record. Yeah. Um, I finally started to see some people talk about... Um, the aspect of like, because like the whole thing was, you know, J, you know, uh, M murdered you on your own shit. Talking about the Jay Z and M record, yeah. And I was, Renegade. yeah. And I was always like, I never thought M murdered <laughs> him on. Like M is nice on there, like yeah, yeah. he's fine. But like Jay Z is super dope on there too. So like, yeah. It literally like a Nas line became a narrative. People just ran with. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's how that shit goes. Yeah, yeah. You say a thing and then it's real. Yeah. So, um, I finally started seeing some people talk about that on like some thread in Twitter uh, a couple days ago, and I was just like, "Yeah, I agree with all this." Like, yeah, it's literally mm-hmm. just like it was just something people ran with, and it, it, I don't ever think it was really true. Um, yeah. So, I, I do think there's like there is a lot of uh, a lot of like. Um, people trying to apply universal law to something there is no universal law for. Mm-hmm. It's just subjective. Yeah, it's stup- I don't. I don't want to see them on some like <coughs> you know the sport of MC and type shit. Go back and forth if you want. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to see them get into like no bitter thing, and I, and I don't think it will be. I think they they have mutual respect. Mm-hmm. You know, as M was saying, they're from the same camp. They're on yes. the same team. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, one one guy had an opinion about another guy. Yeah. It's not the end of the fucking world. Nah. No, nah, and like, you know, I can understand M being like, oh, man, that's my man. Like, I thought he would, like, pump me up. Mm-hmm. But then when he didn't, he, it wasn't like he was like, yo, oh, Snoop Dogg's a fucking phony and blah, 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 blah. It was just like, you know, he threw a couple little jabs at him, like little soft jabs. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, that's all for fun and all for sport. And, if, you know, like you said, if as long as it's like, you know, they're having fun jabbing at each other, that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. I won't. I don't want to see any like blood feuds happen because, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? <laughs> Over something as silly as like he isn't in my top 10. Like, right. You know yeah, fuck I mean? that shit. We we off that shit. Yeah. In twenty twenty one. Yeah, like there is a record I remember where M says his top ten and Snoop isn't in it. So like, you know what I mean? Come on. You know? It's and all I, good. Yeah, and M wasn't M said he wasn't offended by that. It was some other it was like the way he said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was more like the dismissive way I think he kind of said it. Yeah. Um but I get it. Like and, and again, it's and that's the same argument. I and I can and I'll make the same fucking argument for like younger dudes who are like, yeah, that's you know fucking so and so isn't in my top ten. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my daughter, me and my daughter were talking about it, and she said something about. It. She was like, yeah, Jay Z's cool and all, but like, you know what I mean? He's not like he's not better than Drake. Yeah. And I'm just like, I mean, for you, he's not. Like, you know what I mean? I get it. Like for me, Jay Z's right. better than Drake. But I also love mm-hmm. Drake, so like, you know what I mean? I'm not right. gonna like I'm not gonna kill my daughters. I'm like, oh my god, you're not real hip hop. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. This is what it is. You you know, you like who you like because, you know, Jay Z's a fifty some year old man. <laughs> like and you're a sixteen right. year old girl. Like Right. I don't expect you to be like, yeah, I really, you know, I really fuck with Jay Z. I'm throwing that some Jay Z on. Like, no. Yeah. You it know? would be weird. Yeah. If she was. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm doing this reasonable doubt on it. Like, what? You are? Yeah. <laughs> but, but you can't knock this hustle, Pop. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like, no. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it makes sense. But I'm like, yo, jazz old verse on fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your kid is playing jazz. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's. it's a, 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 a dice roll I didn't expect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man. Um, I think we should touch on the craziness that happened last week real quick. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, if you were living in a fucking hut somewhere or whatever, like you're living in a, in a hole or something. Yeah. Um, and to our overseas listeners, you know, <laughs> sorry. Or non-Americans. <laughs> sorry. You know, Jesus. we're a shit show. What do you want? Yeah. Um, they knew. They knew what it was. Yeah. Getting into it, they're like, we're gonna take you know some crazy white folks that are fucking killers. We're gonna take all these other people. We're gonna we're gonna mix it all up. Like they they knew the, the world knew yes. America was gonna be a shit show pretty much from the beginning. Yeah. Um. So, and what's crazy is so like. Last week, when they, when they were going to, like, vote to ratify the um, Electoral College. Because for whatever reason, first of all, America has a shitty system of the Electoral College to elect a president. Mm-hmm. Those votes then have to be, like, ratified by the states. And then those votes that are ratified by the states have to be ratified by fucking Congress. Because we need these super drawn-out processes to, like, yeah. say who our, pre- who our, who our president is. Uh, we yeah. need seven steps of fucking, of layered things to make, you know, to announce a president. But, yeah. Um, so, you know, last week on, on the 6th, they were supposed to vote to uh, ratify uh, the state, the votes, uh, the electoral college to confirm that Joe Biden is president. Mm-hmm. For weeks leading up to that, online, I saw Trump supporters. Like I saw it from like leftist Twitter re uh, retweeting it, but on mm-hmm. they were talking about on January sixth, we're going to stop the steal. We're going to be at the Capitol. <laughs> blah blah blah. So for weeks, I saw that happening and was telling people, "Oh, they're going to be out in force on January sixth. Like blah 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 blah." Yeah, openly planning this. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, like there was it was a. It was an actual Trump rally, like certified Trump rally. He had been tweeting about it, all that kind of shit. So it was a legit rally he was holding on the 6th. Yeah. So they have this rally. Trump gets up there and says, we're going to, you know, march to the Capitol and we're going to stop the, you know, make your voices heard and don't be weak and blah, blah, blah. Giuliani said, we're going to have trial by combat. Like this is fucking Game of Thrones. Um <laughs> Oh my god, man. <laughs> uh, Don Jr. out there, like, pinged out of his gourd, talking about, like, storming the Capitol and don't be no. weak and we'll primary any senator that doesn't fucking vote for Trump and blah, blah, blah. Oh, um, and, like, all this stuff, nothing can be done. Like, they, they, they really, like, Pence had to release a statement the day before, like, I cannot change votes. Like, that's not how this works. This mm-hmm. is literally just, like, a formality. Um, and like, didn't matter, you know, their objective was to like overthrow the will of the people and Mm -hmm. implement a fucking dictatorship essentially. Um, and so these fucking 
white supremacists and QAnon crazies and shit like that decided they were going to march on the fucking Capitol and got there, broke through the barriers, were let in in some places, yep. uh, were taking yeah. selfies with fucking cops, um, and they stormed the Capitol, went through there, and like fucking, uh, you know, broke into offices, smeared shit on the walls. You know, it's, it's crazy because urinated also in yes. the Capitol. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's crazy um, because after this this happened, we're seeing a lot of public discourse. I saw somebody on CNN last night saying, you know, like, yo, if this, these were black people, you know, which black folks wouldn't do this. But no. <laughs> if these were black people, you know, the response would be different. Mad people would have got shot. X, Y, Z. We all know that. Yes. It's crazy to me um, just how not even just hypocritical America is in general, but how this whole veneer of patriotism, respect for law and order, respect for the police, respect for government, that shit don't apply to white folks. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? And they don't even believe in it themselves. They drag the cop. They drag the cop. These are the same people who've been blue lives matter, back to blue when it comes to, you know, them shooting black people in the street. Yeah. These same people drag the cop down the stairs of the Capitol. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These same people have been running down on cops and, 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 you know, anybody who would, you know, seek to, you know, create some kind of like law and order or, or you know, get them out of there. They've been like, yo, fuck you. They've been coming at smearing shit around, you know these like sacred halls that you and I are supposed to like yeah. respect respect we have, we're supposed to have reverence for them yeah. like they were crying about us tearing down like confederate statues and how these statues are so important in their history and blah 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 these dudes were walking through the capitol smearing shit on the walls and pissing in corners like yeah. fucking animals like legitimately yeah. like animals like you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's what animals do like dogs yeah. drag their ass across the carpet like that's what dogs mm-hmm. do um it's insane to see these same people that you know you need to respect the government and you need to respect cops and blah 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 Mm-hmm. does not apply to them and like that's not something At we all. didn't you know we are just realizing or any of those kind of things this is shit that we know um yeah we knew what it was yeah yes so this isn't new or anything like that like we know that's what this is but the fact of the matter is um it is wildly insane that like that's how people act and like the what the biggest thing was that I saw was like it and you even saw this from like white newscasters saying this going like, Oh, they they apparently can show restraint. Cops apparently mm-hmm. can show restraint. Mm-hmm. Like the restraint that they can show and the differences of how people are treated. Like they legitimately just didn't think it was going to happen because it was a bunch of white people. They didn't think they would overrun them. Like they've been talking about this for a very long time. You have armed militias there. 
Mm-hmm. Like there were people in the Capitol with fucking zip ties to mm-hmm. take hostages, I guess. Right. Right. Like they erected right. a um, you know, a hangman's uh sh- shit outside of a fucking uh outside mm-hmm. of the Capitol. And like it came with nooses. Yes, it was a <laughs> with the dog, they bought lumber built that shit outside and then had a ramp up to it like they fucking like they put effort in <laughs> like game of thrones T- yeah tim the tool man taylor was like out there building a fucking uh you know a hangman's noose like they were outside the capitol s- yelling or chanting hang mike pence i don't yeah. like mike pence like you know what yeah, i mean get like, out of here like i don't but i'm saying like this is a dude that they've been fighting for for a while. It's just like, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the best way I heard it, like, so much of it was like, uh, you know, a lot of it's like QAnon folks. And mm-hmm. there's like the QAnon people. Then there's like the armed militias. They showed video I saw yesterday of like um, uh, these dudes called the Oath Keepers, which is like a far right uh, militant militia. Um, mm-hmm. And they were like operating like they were operating like uh, soldiers in a uh, like occupied territory. Like they're mm-hmm. marching. They keep one hand on the uh, guy in front of them as they march through the crowd so they don't get yeah. separated and they can follow wherever like they snake and shit like that. Um, yeah. um, like tactics you see in like fucking movies and shit. Like, you know what I mean? So. They were like, oh, no, like these people were organized and they knew what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there it wasn't just, oh, we're showing up for, for a rally. Yeah. Nah. There was people like I'm sure there were plenty of people there who just were like, yeah, I'm here for a rally. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a plenty of local yahoos that like, oh, I love Trump and blah, blah, blah. And they were here for a rally. And there's, I'm sure there's plenty of people who got caught up. In you know, mob mentality is a real thing. Like that is a legitimately real thing. Mob mentality mm-hmm. is a real thing. So like when you see people start storming the Capitol, you like, yeah, I'm gonna storm the Capitol. Like, you know what I mean? Like Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and that is not yeah. to excuse anybody. That is to just say no. mob mentality is a real thing that actually does happen. It's like certified by like psychiatry and shit like that. Like mob mentality is a real thing. Um yeah. I'm sure there was plenty of people who just were there to like be Trump supporters and shit, not like, you know, mm-hmm. cause crazy damage and like kill people and shit like that. But there were plenty there with the mm-hmm. objective to go into the Capitol and take hostages. That's why you see yep. people, multiple people, not just one or two, multiple people with zip ties in their hand because they thought they were going to take hostages. Mm-hmm. They played this whole movie out in their minds. Yes. A hundred They were going to go in. They were going to, you know, seize whoever they needed to seize, you know, get their demands met, overturn the election, Mm -hmm. and get four more years of Trump. Yes. Like, they had this in their minds. Like, to pretend like that wasn't, like, there wasn't people doing that is to completely ignore the fact that weren't they just going to, like, didn't they just foil a plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer? in mm-hmm. was it michigan or whatever like they they had people they had videotape of militia people training how they were going to kidnap the governor of, of michigan mm-hmm. so to pretend like there wasn't that that wasn't happening that is my big thing i really want to see the fallout more than anything else i want to see how this is handled 
The fact mm-hmm. that like Ted Cruz can like whip up a crowd and nothing's happening to him. Uh, the dude Holly, um, the Senator Holly, who's like walking past, pumping his fist to them as he walks past. Like all mm-hmm. these people have to pay. There was a newly elected um, uh, uh, House of Representative. Um, I can't remember her name. Barrett, I think her last name is. And she's like, she's advertised. She's like, uh, you know, had ads that were like, I'm going to be the first armed senator and I'm going to walk around mm-hmm. D.C. with a gun. First of all, it's completely illegal. It's like New York. You can't, there's no concealed carry in D.C. Um, right. But also, uh, she's a, uh, like a QAnon believer. Like she, mm-hmm. she campaigned on that. She has a, a gun-themed restaurant? Yes, I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. She was tweeting the location of Nancy Pelosi while they really? were in lockdown. Yeah. Wow. She was like, oh, we're in the common or whatever it was. She was like, first she tweeted early in the day, today is 1776. Oh, wow. And then when they, got, they went into lockdown, she was like, all of us are in this room. And then followed that tweet with, they're moving the speaker, Nancy Pelosi. She's no longer in this room. Oh, wow. And it's like, how is she walking free right now? She legitimately right. was letting people know who were storming the Capitol where, and I don't like Nancy Pelosi, but like, we're talking about people kidnapping people. And they have a fucking gallows out there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not talking about, oh, they're, you know, they're just really mad and they're going to yell at her like it's a fucking, yeah. you know, uh, an open house thing like you know when it was like you know committee things or some shit like you're talking about people who erected it like this shit wasn't no town hall yeah town hall that's what I was the word I was looking for um we're talking about like people like Ilhan Omar and AOC and Rashida Tlaib who get like the most and Ayanna Presley and people Mm -hmm. like that who get the most vicious racist um sexually violent things said to them mm-hmm. all the time all day on twitter imagine Ilhan omar you know imagine they got their hands on being, her yeah ima- like imagine that they, like how that's gonna they go they dragged a police officer somebody they claim to love they dragged mm-hmm. a police officer out of the building and beat him they mm-hmm. killed another police officer who was a trump supporter mm-hmm they beat him to death with a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a complete, 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 complete chance that they would have, if they could have got their hands on them, they would have killed an AOC, a Pelosi, a Ilhan mm-hmm. Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Press. There's a very good chance that they got their hands on those people, they would have killed them. Yeah. And the, the fucked up thing to me, I mean, a lot of this is fucked up. Um, but what what's what's troubling to me is that I don't trust the Democratic establishment or liberals in general. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of outrage around this right now. I don't trust them to a fully put this shit down and and like really prosecute the people that were involved in this shit and have sweeping prosecution but also like meaningful uh 
prosecution and sentencing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not with like the state, yeah, yeah. you know, punishment or whatever. But where we are right now, motherfuckers need to be held accountable. I don't trust liberals to hold these motherfuckers accountable. So it's just going to set the stage for the next time. And I don't trust them to like, because like a lot of these folks, like you said, they came to choose violence. They came with a plan. They came with intention. And now a lot of them are like, oh, no. You know, just walking it back. Oh, no, we, we, we just came, you know, to protest. And I don't trust liberals to, you know, not call them on their bullshit yeah. and be like, yo, these are this is this is uh, this is unacceptable. And these are the reasons why. And this is what needs to happen. These people are emboldened by this. And it, I don't see it like it's not going to get and they, like the, the bullshit calls for unity and oh, we need to be talking and reaching out to these people. These people are fascists. Yeah. Like there is no unity with that. There's like yeah. you cannot unify with a fascist. But let's be real. This country has not has doesn't have a problem with these things. They fucking invited Nazi scientists to come here. Mm-hmm. So like they're perfectly OK with like going like, well, we'll make. You know, we'll come to terms with people like that. I'm yeah. not okay with that. I'm sorry. There's I no just, common ground for me and a fascist to get on. Right. How does the unity come before the accountability? It just doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like in the in the case when you know a black person gets shot by a cop. There's calls for forgiveness before the the cop is even arrested. Yeah. There's not even been any trial or anything or any, you know, uh, attempt at justice. Yeah. But already we have to roll out the forgiveness train. We're already rolling out the unity train. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and like, y'all haven't even locked up half of these niggas that was down there. No. Come on. No, absolutely not. Um, I think we can start rapping. Uh, um, did you listen to anything new this week? I listened to, uh, yeah, the... Uh, the the Griselda soundtrack, the conflicted soundtrack, yeah, conflicted soundtrack, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the film. Yeah, I mean, I I, is it out the, yet? I didn't know if it was out or available yet. I'm gonna look when we're done this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check and see. Okay, you know cool. what I mean? See if I can like watch it this afternoon. Yeah. Um, what'd you think of it? It was really fucking good. Yeah. And like, I felt like they. Um, I'm trying to pull up like a track listing here, but I felt like they really like switched shit up. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they musically it didn't it, it felt a little different mm-hmm. from the stuff that they usually do. I got I got too many fucking tabs. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find this shit. Um I really enjoyed it. Uh um it's like if the sad part is I think it's probably gonna be a lot better than the movie is. <laughs> like um It happens. Um, but uh, I mean that would be a tradition. Hip hop soundtracks uh, for movies like you know New mm-hmm. Jersey Drive and Above, Above the, the Rim, Rim. <laughs> yeah, where the soundtrack is way better than anything that was on the uh, screen. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed. It. I think it's it, it's super dope. Uh, a lot, like you said, the, the track with like Westside Gun and Flea Lord is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three thirty in Houston, where Benny like talks about where how he was shot, um, the situation yeah, where he like was robbed and shot. That Johnny is fucking crazy. Um, mm-hmm. the, oh, I love the hurt business one with uh, mm. uh, Westside Wale and Smoke Dizza. Yo, 
I'm I'm not mad at Wale being nah. down with these niggas nah. at all. Nah. That might be my favorite joint on here. Yeah, that's a dude when Smoke this is like, yo, I got your best face painted on my pants. I'm ravishing Rick Rude. I was like, uh-huh. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like a lot of that. Um yeah, and like Westside starts it off with like, yo, I'm on the, the private jet with Flair and he's got blood in his hair. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm all about this. This is like, you know what I mean? Right. That was the shit. I really like that joint. Um, the joint with Dave East and, uh, oh, fuck is it? I forget. Uh, but DMX uh, is Jonesy. home. Yeah, Jonesy, DMX is home. That joint's dope. Um, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a really, really good, like, you know, way to start the hard body to start the year you know what i mean mm-hmm. like flea lord joint is dope yes the flea i love the armani flea lord caesar joint, joint yes. is dope yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, this is like really solid yeah it's a really good project man really 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 good project um i definitely tell people to go check that joint out it's super yeah. solid um but uh yeah other than that i mean uh you know go check out um Serious. Well, you can get us at Serious Rap Shit on all the platforms uh, on Twitter and IG. Uh, we're Serious Rap Shit. Um, I'm indie underscore SRS on Twitter and Instagram. You and that's I N D I underscore SRS. You're John the Liberate. You're John John the John Liberator, right? John yeah, under- underscore John underscore Liberator. I, we haven't done this in a couple of weeks, so my brain just ain't there yet. Uh, it's John underscore Liberator. Um, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we have a website, SeriousRapShit.com. Uh, you can go get your merch there. Um, mm. Shout out to everybody who's been buying merch. We really appreciate it. Uh, um, we're going to be adding some uh, two new hoodies very soon. Um, mm. And uh, we'll be... Uh, so uh, listen, if you like the old logo go grab what you can now because that stuff's moving out of the uh that's very limited now that's going to be moving out of um the shop soon um and we'll be launching a whole new logo and like new gear for the logo so that'll be coming very soon um hopefully the new hoodies will be up in the next week or so um and then uh also i got the abolish ice t-shirt on right now that you can go get that from uh um incest trap and yoga or the hoodies um they're still available um and pay like follow uh incest trap and yoga on uh twitter and instagram and subscribe to the uh to the um to her like mailer like her uh newsletter or whatever subscribe to it because she will do like surprise like flash sales for like a couple hours like five or six hours Mm -hmm. or some shit like that and like it'll be you know 10 15 20 30 other night it was like 40 percent off till midnight and like she announced it so like if you're following her um or following uh her page um her uh um, you follow uh, Incest Trap and Yoga, you could get like something, you know, you might catch a flash sale, be able to get shit for cheap. Um, and there's some really dope stuff over there besides just our stuff. Um, yeah. uh, John's Bandcamp is up. You have several projects over there on your Bandcamp, John Morrison 215. Um, mm-hmm. And your Gumroad is up for uh, your ebook you wrote on The Roots. Yeah, yeah. If you go to my uh, Twitter, uh it's the pin tweet okay you know what i mean my book on uh do you want more you know what i mean trying to spend 2021 writing you know 
some more in-depth stuff about uh philly hip-hop and philly hip-hop culture so that's like kind of like the first shot yes yeah so go check that out it's fucking amazing um but if you listen to this podcast you know that um and uh go support uh and we appreciate everything um and we'll be back next week like we are officially back um oh uh, you'll see it on our socials. We will start posting all the Vivo stuff. Um, we'll be always uh, reposting that stuff. But once once we put it up, go like and subscribe. We have a YouTube channel now. You can go like and subscribe that. Um, and uh, go once we start posting it, go like and subscribe. There's going to be a lot of content over there. We will be posting mm-hmm. at least two videos a week over there. One will be a snippet from the podcast. One will be something else. Um, we're actually getting ready to record something else right now. Um, but we will be uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff over there. So please go check it out. Um, and we love and appreciate y'all. Rate and review us. If you're listening to this in the uh, Apple Podcast app, you can rate and review us right in the app. Um, it helps us out a lot. So we really appreciate it. Um, and we will be back next week. Peace. Peace.